Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. 13 hosts, a new panel every week. It's time to talk today's hottest issues and trending topics on The Social Dozen. And now, here are this week's hosts. Welcome to the Satan's Dozen. I, I am uh, the lead devil tonight, Chip Sella, a.k.a. Captain Chaos. We have Sean Buffalo Bill uh, Fuller. It was a lotion in the bucket. Nah, I Basket. liked it when he said it better b- before. Oh, man, he puts a lotion in the bucket. <laughs> basket, it's basket, Sean. Basket. Basket. He puts some lotion in the basket. I liked it when Fuller had the Fuller voice. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I lived in the Fuller house. <laughs> For those who don't the, know, before the show, Sean, we had a lot of audio problems. Sean's uh, audio made him sound like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. It, it was like it was slowed down like 5%. So well, he had this whole... Uh, it was Satan on South Park, I think, is what we finally rested on. Well, considering how the edit went on uh, episode six, um, I'm sure all of that will be kept in. <laughs> because they they kept uh, they kept in my fuck-up of the intro there, too. And finally, uh, Lucifer himself, Mr. Ted, Tedekin Bracewell. How you doing, Tedekin? I'm doing all right. Happy to be here, finally. And... Uh, I, yeah, sorry, you haven't I been on in a while I, 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 for some reason. I don't know what's going on. I've not been on in like two months, but uh, I got distracted by a YouTube video. Uh, somebody posted a link to the this whole virtual reality thing that we can get into. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a there's a virtual reality sex suit you can buy. Oh dear! Yeah. It, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. You were like you were like the talking about the Oculus. It's like you were the Oculus or the Gear VR, and you had like a little thing where you little fake boobies, and and then there's a thing that pulsates on your on your junk. What in the what in the what? So whatever's okay. going on in the in the video is going on on your body. So you're having sex with that anime character or that that CGI character, man, for real. Like you're at the fake titties, fake vagina. <laughs> like it's happening, man. <laughs> Goodbye, world. <laughs> Men will never leave the house again. Dude, can you imagine somebody walking in on you like that, though? And you're just, like, going at it, rubbing these fake titties. <laughs> in this... I'm sorry. I, did, I just happened to get this sent to me, like, right when the show started. Now I'm, like, in, a, I'm in another world. I'm telling you guys, when, when this stuff goes live, the, the, the sales of, like, doorknobs and brand-new locks to houses are going to go skyrocketing. Everyone's going to change their locks to their God, rooms. and Chip, look crazy, at this. Right? you got to see this. All right. <laughs> so, oh, dear God. Yay. Oh, my. Yes, this is something right out of Japan. How Japanese... 
Considering they sell used panties in vending machines over there. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> hey, can you run to the store and grab me a, um, you know, a two liter and um, some used panties? <laughs> Send your kids. So, so social, social dozen. Social dozen. <laughs> we we don't know if we're episode seven or eight. We're, so we're just going to call it social dozen the next episode. The episode yeah, for April seventh. The April seventh episode yeah. of the social dozen. Yeah, the next session. The, the session awakens. Episode 7, the session awakens. This is this true? Oh, well, okay. I, I, had a sh- I had to mute the virtual sex video. Yeah, all you have to do is show that to the divorce court and they'll give her everything. Uh, see, I, that's it, it, that to me is like a real doll. It's like it's like I'm sure the people that have them, but you never want to be caught with one. Like if somebody I, if somebody's gonna have a real doll, and do you, either of you guys have a real doll? I'm sure Sean does. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got but if you know, but it's like if anyone ever came over, I guess if you're gonna have one, you don't get much company. But if if someone ever came over, what a nightmare would it be if they found it? You know, and but how do you hide something like that? And this is kind of the same thing. Like you'd never want anybody to actually. No, you had that. No. <laughs> hmm. You know what's worse? What's worse is the VR headsets are. Hey, friend, try my VR headset, and then you like you know you find out they've been using this on it. There's probably spooge on it. It's probably sticky. You're putting that on your face. You're gonna get pink eye. <laughs> Gross, dude. Pink eye. <laughs> um. So, have either of you actually experienced uh, Gear VR or any type of modern day VR? Uh, I can say I have. I, I've done. Well, I have. A, I have the you know Google Cardboard. I got a couple mm. of those, which is kind of interesting. And there's a few good apps for that. Mm. Uh, there's, an, there's an app for that. Uh, as I think I've talked before on another show on ZombieCast. Uh, there's one where you can go into an insane asylum, and it really is one of the freakiest things I've ever done, or at least done in a long time. But I got to do the Oculus at a convention a few months back, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was I, I was kind of a doubter of VR. I didn't think it was. Yeah, I, I didn't have any hype for it, but they put that thing on your head, and you're sitting in a chair. You're you're in another world, looking around. I was on some like alien, like dead space looking mm-hmm. spaceship, and uh, it was a thing called like like fear itself or know your fears or something. And right. they had like a bunch of spiders came, like these space mm-hmm. spiders came in and crawled all over me. And then I got dunked into the bottom of the ocean, and a shark started swimming around, and I mm-hmm. could turn my head and follow it all as it kept kept looping and then it came right at my face and uh yeah it was uh it was pretty scary so i i got the gear vr at christmas time this year and messed around with it it's all i mean it's all right i i did a there's like some discovery channel shark tank thing where the sharks are swimming all around you're not actually in a cage and they're all mm-hmm. uh, swimming around you and it's cool and all of that, and that's the one I usually used with people. Um, but for the B team, uh, you know, I messed around with it, and I did step into the VR porn world. But the only problem was trying to find free VR porn because I was not giving these yeah. assholes my credit card. Um, I got about a 30-second taste. It's like and- a demo, a free demo. Yeah, and well, the, I think the thing overheated too, but which is a problem with the uh, 
the Galaxy, uh, was it six edge? It, it the VR make, gets makes it very hot very quick, and uh, you know I'm looking around the the porn thing starts and I guess I was looking in the wrong direction. Also, all of a sudden I like turned to my left and there's boobies in my face, <laughs> and I was like hello, and it was it was pretty impressive, but taking it to was that, it was it an actual girl or was it one of these fake uh, anime girls like oh, in the thing we just saw? No, no, this is real. It, this was real women. Naughty America, right? You watched the Naughty America yeah. video, probably. Yeah. yeah, I tried that, man. It doesn't work. VR doesn't work for me because I have a um, I have a nearsighted eye and a farsighted eye, and and that that screen being so close, it just gives me a headache. I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I want to. I have the PlayStation <laughs> VR um, pre-ordered. God, I want to. Please. Please. I, I want to, and I tried that thing. I tried the Naughty America video, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get it. Th- if you tilted your head and then tilted back, it would change the view. So eventually, you'd be looking at the sky, but it would, but it would be like that's that would be like your horizon. I don't know. It just kept moving. the the mm-hmm. The position of it kept moving, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And it gave me a headache, but but I want to. <laughs> like we, I, we would, like a like a real doll. We would at least try it once. Oh hell yeah. Well, I, I, no, I would not try a real doll, but <laughs> let me try. Let me. You want to like? Would you like to borrow my real doll for tonight? <laughs> yeah, sloppy seconds on a real doll. There we go. Uh, uh, I think uh, we just. I think I think we just got the title for this week's show. Uh, it smell like my work boots, man. Uh, so. So this show's starting off on, on a, a very highbrow this week, I guess, huh? Showing yeah. the class of the social dozen. Yeah, that's well, what this it is. is a social, this is a very big social issue. This is something that's yes. sort of uh, really big at the moment, virtual reality. And and I everybody, you know, like most people, the first thing I thought of was, like, how is this going to affect the porn industry? It really is the first thing you think when you think of tech <laughs> because porn, or t- porn uh, drives tech. It drove Blu-ray. Yes. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Isn't dude. that the reason Blu-ray took off? Because they, the porn industry, went with well the the PlayStation Three for one thing, but then the porn industry sided with Blu-ray over HD DVD, and it was like, well, that's that war's over. Well, and that's what happened to VHS versus Betamax. It's like was it wasn't it Star Wars went with VHS or something like that? Well, no, por- porn was the big the big oh. uh, thing. Porn porn was what drove Betamax out of business because uh, porn went with VHS. And, you know, a lot of the online stuff and a lot of the tech innovations are things that uh, actually the porn industry uh, experiments with. Right. Well, I think there's huge potential for the, the VR thing, if they can yeah. do it right. So I don't, know. I don't know if I'd ever take part in that, but, I mean, it's uh, I can definitely understand it. Can, I, I can see like the ratings for sports events going uh, straight into the toilet. Nobody watches yeah. baseball or football anymore because they're doing the, they're wearing their VR bodysuits <laughs> and watching porn. I had a friend who actually had a great idea. It's, it's something they could do. Um, there's an app on uh, the App Store for the Google uh, Google Cardboard, mm. where you can sit in the audience at Saturday Night Live, and you can look around, and it's it. Yeah, you after about a minute, you almost forget. You almost like really believe you're in the audience. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they did that for sporting events. 
You mm. can sit at the yeah. like sit the court side at the Staples Center or at the Super Bowl, and you can watch it in VR from that point of view. Well, you know? the I've used the Netflix app a few times with the Gear VR, and it puts you like in this great ski chalet. Uh-huh. And there, you know, there's like a 200 inch screen in front of you, and there's a fireplace, and you feel you know you feel like you're in uh, Breckenridge or something like that. And right. I'll be I'll be sitting there, and I was watching a couple episodes of Jessica Jones, and you really get immersed in it. And then you look down, you know, or you move your head, and I mean, you can look all around this uh, chalet and whatnot. But then all of a sudden, you know, I'm 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 kicking back on the couch. I have my feet propped up. I kind of look down, and I freaked out. It's like, where the fuck are my feet? Yeah, <laughs> no body down there at all. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, ah. I was like, oh, that's then you right. realize you're a disembodied <laughs> spirit like yeah. watching a movie. So, but uh, I, I was not a big uh, proponent of VR. I, I had used uh, Oculus at a uh, PAX a couple of years ago, and it, it was all right. You know, it was a, a steampunk mini golf game, and uh, there was there was a bit of vertigo in. Uh, it, it induced a bit of vertigo in me, and it, it was kind of cool, but you know, it wasn't. This isn't a thousand dollar purchase cool, right? But after um, messing around with the Gear VR uh, two weeks ago, I did pre-order the Oculus Rift. So, well, as far as the as far as the uh, you know the vertigo, I, like again, I've only really experienced with the uh, the cardboard, which I got. I got mm-hmm. two of them free, including the Kylo Ren Star Wars collectible one but mm-hmm. there's a thing called the walk where you a guy walk between the world trade center buildings okay. you know on a, on a tightrope and you can do that yeah, yeah. that talk about so yeah that's one where uh, about halfway through i was like i, I gotta take this off oh that's that cool is, yeah that, you know what even watching that movie was kind of neat watching that scene where he's just looking down mm. well do it with the vr headset on and look down and, oh i got i gotta yeah, do that it does make you just uh, and there's another crazy one. It's some weird artsy fartsy one where you are in New York City in Times Square, and then you float up into the clouds, and a bunch of celebrities start floating around. Like <laughs> it's it's so artsy fartsy weird. Like Melissa McCarthy comes rolling in, and then uh, like Javier or Benicio del Toro comes flying like in slow motion through the heavens. And then it's, That's it's awesome. And you're looking around, and all these random celebrities are like flying like they're angels. It's so weird, dude. That's uh, so awesome, man. Yeah, and this is all free on the App Store on on smartphones. So I mean, I if you you can get one of those cardboards, I recommend at least trying that. That's a good free VR to try. Mm-hmm. You don't have any real control over anything, but you no. you get to watch things. You don't really have much control over the gear either. Um... Yeah, I guess to an extent. I, I was able to hook up a Bluetooth um, controller to it, but they were some work better than others. I was actually right. at one point I was I had the Ouya controller working pretty well with it. Oh, Which, remember that? Remember the Ouya? Oh yeah, I, I had it day one, and after week one, I don't think I ever used it again. Well, I got a story about the UEI. I went to E3 the year that premiered, like mm-hmm. whatever, four, three, four years ago, whenever it was. And uh, we were walking, me and uh, Derek Hopkins of Dead Pixel Live, yep. we were walking out of E3 back to his car because he was going to give me a ride home. And they had the Ouya, like, 
booth set up, and it was no joke in like a shitty, damp parking lot across the street from E3. It was not even in E3. It was in a shitty, like, gross parking lot with, like, oil, you know, like the oil slicks where you can see, like, the rainbow mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hue. And we, we went in and, like, uh, they didn't even have free food. They had a food truck where you had to buy the food and everything. And we're like, this ooyah thing is, uh, is, I don't know about this. So, I don't know. Hmm. Never, I never even saw that thing, man. Yeah. I, and there was a I gaming never... console that played smart, played uh, like apps, right? Android apps? Yeah. It, yeah. Basically played Android apps. There were good um, emulators on there. So you could get pretty much uh, any NES game you wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sega, Atari 2600 games. In fact, uh, what I did was what, when I shot the video review for it, I had uh, Custer's Revenge playing in the background on the Ouya. So, hmm. Because that was one of the one Atari games I could never find when I was Custer's a kid. Revenge. I don't remember that one. Oh, that was uh, one of the porn games on the Atari 2600? <laughs> the idea right. was... It came with an attachment that you put on. It was like fake boobies you put on your chest and massaged while you played it. No, that's the Oculus. You're thinking Oculus Rift. Um, no, this was uh, you were Custer, you were naked, and you had to dodge <laughs> the arrows and rape uh, the squaws that were uh, tied up. <laughs> Are you serious? Dead serious. I can't tell if it's the joke or not. Let me see. Custer's Revenge. Custer's you have you rape you mm. rape people in there. Yes. Oh, I love you. oh my God! Hang on, I'm looking. Wait, Custer's Revenge, Atari 2600. Yeah, he's oh, walking around him. with a big boner. <laughs> I can't believe what? you guys never heard of Custer's Revenge. No, man. And the yeah, the cover art is him like this hot, like squad. He's like, it's like um, oh, playing. Jesus Christ, where do you live? He, live he lives next the to the nuclear man. missile silos, and we've just hit I DEFCON li- 4. I, li- I live across the street from the airport. I can't, dude, I can't believe this is a real thing. Yeah, I never heard of this. Was this banned or something? Is it hard to find now? I don't think it was banned, but yes, it is hard. To, it was a very hard game to find. There were, I think, three porn games for the Atari 2600. And me being 12, year old, 12 years old at the time, I did not have access to any of them. Well, are you dodging the arrows? Is that the point? Yes. Yes. This is just a guy naked with a big boner walking across a field, dodging arrows, and he bangs an Indian chick at the end. Yes. And uh, you get you get points for every thrust. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you gotta love Atari twenty six hundred. So that's hilarious. Well, once again, there's the porn industry taking advantage of uh, state of the art technology. What are there people that were really actually turned on by this back in like nineteen eighty, whenever it came out? Yeah, why don't they bring this to Xbox One and get a 3D version? <laughs> yeah, we should fully get, use the Unreal 4 and remake this, and uh, yeah. Uh, or no, Graveyard. no, Oculus Rift, and call it Cosby's yeah. Revenge. <laughs> Cosby's Revenge. You, you, uh, <laughs> they get up, the girl gets up to go to the bathroom, and you put a pill in her drink. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you dodge accusations. Mm. <laughs> and laws- yeah, ac- accusations and lawsuits. <laughs> Oh my God! This is writing itself. <laughs> poor Bill Cosby. Not poor Bill Cosby. The whole thing sucks. It's uh, uh, 
there's nothing good about that Bill Cosby thing. Is it's like the turn out that for him to turn out to be the way he he is, and the show is so good, and you're never going to get to watch it again, and on and on and on. Everything about that's bad. Yeah, for sure, man. So, so what, what's going on? What's going on in the world today? So, you guys into any of the comic book shows like Daredevil, Shield, Jessica Jones, that type of stuff? Jessica Jones and Daredevil, yeah, buddy. Well, they just announced the next Marvel series today. Oh, what's that? Cloak and Dagger. Oh, I saw some on that. I didn't know what it was though. It's uh, it's going to ABC Freeform. I don't know what the hell Freeform is, but it's. One of their offshoot things. Wait, is that based, is that like the old movie with Dabney Coleman, Cloak and Dagger? No, no, no. Cloak and Dagger was uh, our two characters in the Marvel Universe. Other oh, names are Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, uh, they were teenagers that uh, were mob guinea pigs for with a bunch of other kids that uh, for a new designer drug that killed all the other kids. And somehow these two survived and uh, were changed and given powers. They're t- they're t- they were two very cool, two of the cooler Marvel characters from the 80s. I'm looking at um, images on Google and yeah, it looks cool. You know, <sighs> I, This and Moon Knight would, are the two series I think I was most looking forward to. Hmm. I've never yeah, heard of know. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, me either. But it looks cool from the images. I can see this being a cool show. I mean, I only I'm only looking at a handful of images, right. but yeah, it looks kind of interesting. The one guy has a cloak, and he, he's a <laughs> he, he is a black dude with yeah. a cloak and all black, and the other one's a blonde chick, all white, white suit. So they're like contrast. very Aryan girl. Yeah, I have to, I have to say I've never really been into the, any of the comic book shows. <laughs> I've don't read comics. Everything okay. I know about comics, I learned from um, the movies. So my my uh, you know perspective of what happens in the canon is probably way off. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've never watched Daredevil. Never watched um, Jessica Jones, Flash. On and on and on. I would say if you enjoy a good, suspenseful, intelligently written show with a strong female character. It doesn't matter that it's Marvel. Watch Jessica Jones. Oh, I right. love Jessica Jones, man. Because it, while it's based on a very obscure Marvel character, the superhero stuff is really kept to a minimum. Wouldn't you say, mm-hmm. Sean? Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and that villain, man, Kilgrave, I think he's the scariest idea of anything ever that I've ever yeah. <laughs> experience man I, I thought that was great and daredevil as well i thought daredevil season w- one was good uh, i wasn't blown away by it but the season two man i was sucked in like it was fantastic yeah i've only gotten to episode two so far because it aired the day before i went on uh my cruise so uh we've we've been playing a lot of tv catch-up the last week and a half yeah, Daredevil season two gets better and better and better as the season goes. And John John Bernthal or Bernthal, however you, however you say his name, you know, him ben as Punisher. Benadryl, oh. Benadryl yeah, <laughs> fantastic, Benadryl. man. 
Yeah, yeah I Fantastic. like him because of The Walking Dead. He was the best thing on that show until they killed him. <laughs> Shane. So, yeah, I like him, and I've always liked The Punisher. That's one of the few comics I actually, when I was a kid, I had Punisher and Wolverine were the two ones my brother and I liked. And but then they, like had the, Dare- they had the what if when they actually fought each other. The Daredevil season two, man, is basically a kung fu movie. There's so much kung fu fighting uh, in that movie. It's crazy. Like it's there's a lot of over the top action and great, great scenes where they where they shoot these elaborate fight scenes in in like one shot. Like it's wow, it's fantastic. I like it. I like it a lot. Did you guys see Batman v Superman? Yes, sir. Chip? I liked it, man. Chip, Chip passed away. No, 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 no. I you mentioned kung fu, and I was uh, there was a series we saw uh, this winter. I think it was on TNT or USA or one of those called Into the Badlands. Yeah. Did right. either of you see that? No. Uh, no, I only saw bits of it because they they did that sh- uh, shady thing where if you watch Walking Dead and all the Walking Dead fans are mad, they they started like withholding like scenes on the walking dead to the first commercial of into the badlands. So you had to watch the first part of into the badlands. It was like a big ratings grab. So that's my only oh. association within the badlands is, is the AMC's, uh, walking dead trickery. Okay. Uh, go watch it. It is. If, if you like waifu, you're going to love this. It is some of the most incredibly choreographed, uh, Sword, f- sword fights, kung fu that you will ever see on film. The show itself, <laughs> but I mean, extremely violent, extremely gory. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of times in the fights. There's a lot of holy shit moments because they just eviscerate people and <laughs> do it very stylishly too. That's why, I like AMC, they they really let the violence and the violence in AMC has gotten beyond like films, like you know R-rated movies. So I, yeah. I like that they don't really hold back in that capacity. <clears throat> That's true. So and and they did renew uh, Into the Badlands for a season two. So if there's, I don't know if there's some AMC app where you can watch them. Uh, you know, after they air, I I I, I do it. It's only like six six episodes too. So right, it's, it's a short show. So you're saying something about Batman v Superman. Did either of you see it? Yeah, I saw it. And I've broken it down completely on two separate shows. But okay. I just wanted to get you, what, what you guys thought about it. And I can interject because that's been a big story lately because it, it didn't do – it did great opening weekend. And then it dr- had some record-breaking drop. And now they say Warner Brothers is, you know, uh, they're going to rethink things and uh, pull back a few of the movies. And, and I think Wonder Woman's being delayed. Basically, they've kind of already – they wanted to sort of match what Marvel did with their universe, and DC's already kind of screwed the whole thing up. Oh, yeah. And like so the second movie in, it's already been screwed up, basically. Man um, of Steel now this, so. Sean, do you have any thoughts? I, I liked it. I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was um, – you know, I don't follow the comics, but there is one comic I have read. I'm not going to say what it is because then I'll spoil what the movie's about. Um, um, but I thought, I thought that the editing in that movie was a little awkward and, 
and they put like music where they didn't need music. It was just rant. They'd be talking, and then there was some like dramatic music behind it, and it didn't need it, and that kind of threw me off. But the whole second half of the movie, I thought was fantastic. I was, I was in. I was shit. I was balls deep. Second whole entire second half, dude. I loved that movie. I thought it was great. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for to see more. But I, 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 I'm really looking forward to seeing the the Wonder Woman one. I really like. Yeah, I thought she was that. great. I liked yeah. her a lot, but I, um, I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was better than the the. You know, I don't think it's a twenty nine on Rotten Tomatoes by any means, but um, I think the problem was is a lot of people said they they tried to do too much with it. You know, it's supposed to be just Batman fighting Superman, and they jammed like nine movies into this one thing, and there was more going on in this. And there wasn't like the Return of the King. Right, and it, I mean, it was it was confusing. So much stuff was happening, and a lot of it didn't even really make sense. There's a lot of things that you're just like, that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up. Well, here here's the thing. I agree with both of you. I thought it was a decent movie. I actually gave it a seven and a half out, or or eight out of ten. And I think yeah, I gave it about an eight. So it was, I enjoyed I, it. I think the average on the of the guys on the B team was a seven. All of us combined. First that of sounds, all, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. First of all, it was too long. I've yeah. heard that from a few people. <laughs> Second of all, uh, it should have been two movies. I mean, they, it sh- they they should have split that up into two movies. There were, as you said, too many plot lines going on all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, what? And I saw it with my mom, and uh, her uh, her response. She, we asked her what she thought of the movie afterwards, and she loved the VR or the the 3D. She loved the effects. Right. Uh, she thought it was fun. We we also saw it in motion seats, which made which made for an interesting oh, experience. I've never done that. That sounds cool. And um, but she goes, but what was the point? <laughs> and so uh, I, my wife and I spent uh, dinner discuss after the movie discussing it with her my what i've said is marvel had 10 to 12 years in 12 movies to develop Mm -hmm. their their universe um the friction between iron man and captain america which we'll see in a month um and they they had all that time to develop their their universe their civil war DC said, fuck it, uh, we're jamming it down your throat all in one movie. We want to catch up to Marvel, and then yeah. we want to catch up to what they did in nine years yeah. in an instant. Yes, and that's where, that's the fault of the movie. Uh, that was their miscalculation. It's a good movie, but it's a flawed movie. Um, yeah. I don't think it deserves the 29s. I think Warner need. Warner doesn't need to slow things down. Warner needs to look at what the how they fucked this up, and realize what yeah. they did. You don't you don't build, you know, Marvel. It took Marvel twelve years to do what they did, and mm-hmm. I would say, uh, Age of Ultron is guilty of a lot of the things that people are complaining oh, yeah. about uh, in Batman v Superman. Um, it just at the end it all came together and it was a better movie but it also had history it had context um where this one other than that superman movie that nobody saw uh super return 
Yeah, whatever the last Superman movie, Man of oh, Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. Which is which a direct also tie a in. Movie. Which, that, well, that's, that's the prequel to this. Yeah, yes. This one starts right where that one ended with yeah. the city being destroyed. But I mean, uh, and, and the thing is, Marvel, they start they started out rocky too. Remember, that they, they, they um, tried to put out the Hulk. Now, the first movie they put out, I think, in this universe was the Hulk. And it was they screwed it up with Eric Bana. Right. And no one liked it, so they actually sort of threw that out and then redid it right. with Edward Norton. And then they did Iron Man, and that first Iron Man exploded, and that, yeah. then it was like, okay. And then they you know, they did a Thor movie, then they did Iron Man 2, then they did a Captain America movie, then they did all the, – you know, they had like six movies going into this. And yeah, Batman – and you can say – I've heard people say, well, they did the Dark Knight trilogy. That's a total – that's not in the same universe. That's not the same right. Batman. Those movies don't exist now, right. you know? But I think the problem, too, is they uh, Superman is like an asshole. Yeah, they've made, they've made a Superman that's completely unlikable. That does it, it's it seems like he's burdened by saving people. He doesn't really care about saving people. Um, and somebody I, ha- I actually heard people have argued, you know, people that defend DC and go after Marvel say, well, no one, no one complained about all the destruction at the end of, of the Avengers. The difference is in the Avengers, buildings were not literally collapsing like one after another, like 9 11. Mm-hmm. Over like 30 buildings fell to the ground at the end of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Millions of people were killed. I don't think that many people were killed at the end of the Avengers. And the difference is you actually saw the Avengers attempting to save people and preserve life and do things. Super- Superman is just not, he, he didn't save one human being in Man of Steel. <laughs> Okay. They didn't show him try to save anybody. He, the buildings were falling, and he's just like, well, fuck it. And I, I don't know why they thought that was the good way to make a Superman movie. They've had a hero that's not likable. He's actually kind of terrified. True. So I think that right there is the initial the way they screwed up. And then they have an awesome Batman and Ben Affleck. Everyone agreed he was good. But mm-hmm. again, he's a, he's a crazy person. They've made heroes that are not really heroes. They're they're a couple of mental cases. Well, um, Ted, I know you're not a big, you said you're not a big comic book guy. Sean, you're into it to an extent, right? <clears throat> uh, I, I don't know. I've uh, only read one comic. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I kind of, I don't, <clears throat> I like some of the movies. I like all of the origin. Okay. No, I, I like all the origin stories. Cause my problem with the, the 21st century Batman is he's fucking Iron Man. You know, I I read a lot of Batman comic books in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And while he had his gadgets, it was still his detective skills, his fighting skills. Now he's fucking Iron Man. He's he's walking around in the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah, I like right. I like this Batman. He kills see, people. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he's 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 going gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it, dude. And I thought Ben Affleck was fucking perfect, man. Best best Bruce Wayne for sure. Yeah, I thought he was great. I like Jeremy Irons, but I uh, I agree with a lot of the stuff in the movie. Just did not add up. And yeah. I think I heard I heard one review say something, and I I agreed because I walked out of the theater and I was driving home and I was trying to think, and it was like, what was Lex Luthor's like plot you know and it and nobody can really tell you and that's sort of a sign that it's not a very good movie when you look at the main villain and you can't you, you don't even know what the villain's plot was 
Like, what did he want? What, did he, what was he trying to achieve? Well, he wanted Batman to fight Superman. But why? He wanted him what, to what, destroy what, Superman, I believe. What, but, but what was the goal of it? It, it, it? He didn't have a goal to it. He just was like, I want Batman to kill Superman because I'm Lex Luthor. You know, just a lot of things like that. I think so, he, he, he would have made... I think he was he afraid made of... Brilliant. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, he would have made a brilliant Riddler, man. Yeah, I thought I said the exact same thing. I said that I said that that Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor, they should have saved him for the Riddler. He would he would have been a perfect Riddler. Or even the yeah. Joker, because I mean he was he was uh channeling the Joker, I thought. More so than the Riddler. Yeah. I, mean, so I, I don't I know. Guess, they made him very neurotic. Oh sorry, good. No, the thing because the Suicide Squad, I doubt they'd want to do that. You know what I mean? It's too 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 many jokers in one yeah. space. Well, maybe he's too. Um, Jared Leto kind of has that larger than life thing going on. I think maybe Jesse Eisenberg is too like small and and you know you know I don't know. He's 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 like a big enough presence to be the Joker. But I mm. again, I do think he would have been better as like one of the Batman villains. Yeah. And when you hear that they had they had a Brian Cranston audition yeah. for Lex Luthor and they went with Jesse Eisenberg, you're like, oh my good god, right there. You could have gotten Brian Cranston to be Lex Luthor. Well, the comic book people, and I honestly don't remember this, are saying that this isn't the Lex Luthor that we grew up with in the Super Friends. This is Lex Luthor Jr., Lex's son. Yes, his son. But again, why do they do that? It just doesn't make sense. There's there's no reason just to say, hey, it's Lex Luthor's son. Because it's not in the story in any way. There's nothing at all built up to it. There's one line of dialogue where he says, my dad built this company. So what? what is the reasoning for just, hey, just for shits and giggles, let's make it Lex Luthor's son, who's also called Lex Luthor. I, I just don't understand it. I, know. I think my favorite, I think my wife and I were uh, agreed that our favorite Lex Luthor was Michael Rosenberg. Or yeah, Rosenbaum. The old show. Rosenbaum, yeah. <laughs> on Smallville. Well, that's back, that's back when Lex Luthor and Clark Kent were like childhood friends or yeah. something. Right. Smallville was a good I'm show. Say what? I'm glad I'm on, the, I'm on the outside of the whole comic thing. So I just go and watch a movie. Yeah. You know, I, like, I, I don't really – I really have nothing to rip apart because I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. I just know I, I watched a movie. Sometimes I'm glad. But then other times there's like a lot of cool stuff, all these Easter eggs and shit that I miss, and I'm jealous, man. I've been thinking about reading comics a lot lately. I'm like, I should start reading comics. I don't know where to fucking start, but well, <laughs> it'd be, it seems like it would be cool to start somewhere. If you do, the best thing, the <clears throat> okay. best uh, deal with comic books, because comic books are five dollars an issue now, or four or five bucks an issue, so it's insane. Uh, yeah. Is uh, subscribe to Marvel Unlimited on your tablet or computer or what have you for it's about 10 bucks a month and it's basically the netflix of marvel comics all you can eat comics uh and there's like over twenty thousand books there uh for 10 bucks a month and you can you can read entire storylines you know you can read all 100 issues of the civil war uh with all the various tie-ins in order on your tablet. For and That's cool. How how long does it take you to read through one comic book? Do you minutes? sit there and like contemplate every like no. every little 
square. You just kind of roll through it. I always wonder because I never, I never really sat down and done it. I pretty much kind of roll through them, you know, maybe uh, pause if there's a cool scene. And that's one of the nice things about reading them on the tablet is you can actually do it so that each frame is your f- full screen. So it's, oh, that's uh, awesome. So you can, you know, and you just tap it and it goes to the next panel and stuff. And it's really a cool way to, you get to, you get to appreciate the art, I think, a hell of a lot more than in your typical comic. Where, you know, the mm-hmm. panel is, you know, one-sixth or one-eighth or one-quarter of the page. It's, it's your whole, it's your whole uh, freaking screen. That right. actually shows a lot that? of the flaws in the art, too, but. Can you do that on a PC, or do you need a tablet? I think it's available on uh, PC. They'd have to have it on PC, I imagine. I don't have a tablet. Okay. You can do it on your phone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can go out and buy, like, an $800 tablet, which is the equivalent of buying, like, a thousand comics or something. That would make no sense. But if you already have one... Yeah, I got the Note 5, so I I guess it's definitely big enough for that kind of thing. Oh, that'd be perfect. app or something. That'd be perfect on the Note 5. So, And I think usually you can do the first month for a buck. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to look yeah, into right. that. I bet it's a free trial. Most of these subscription yeah. services have a free, like two weeks free. I could, I could read through 20,000 uh, 20, comic books in, in one month. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when I did because I had quit comic books for about 20 years and they had one of these deals, and I was like, well, where the hell do I start? And that that's that's the toughest part. But, you know, pick a storyline that you might be interested in, Civil War or uh, the world. Um, Planet Hulk is a pretty cool storyline if you're into the Hulk, or, you know, whatever you want. There's And the nice thing is they they have all the issues and tie-ins so you and you can like download twelve at a time to read offline. So <coughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. So all right, Ted, you got anything uh, you wanted to? I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the star, the the wars among the stars. What? Okay. Wars amongst the stars. Uh, star Wars: Force Awakens came out on Blu-ray. Uh, just two days ago, most people probably picked that up. Sean, did you get that? I know you're a big Star Wars guy. Are you? Are you? You're, no, you're a, you're a new Star Wars guy. You had never seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm a new Star Wars guy, but I don't buy Blu-rays and shit, dude. But the Force was the Force Awakens the first Star Wars you ever saw. That was yeah. I mean, I saw most of Return of the Jedi when I was younger, but I didn't remember it or even care about it at the time. But yeah, I was number uh, Episode Seven was the first one that I went back and watched all of them that following week. What did you think seeing that when you literally saw the part seven? That'd be like me turning on and watching uh, Harry Potter and the 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 bloody blood blood. What's it called? Oh, the, I've never seen a Harry blood? Potter. The Goblet of Fire or Chariot of Fire. Or... Whatever that seventh Harry Potter was oh. called it had a really dark, sad name. Uh, that, yeah. So what did you think about that being the the first one you watched was the seventh one? Do you have no Dude, emotion? Ted, 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 um. We we did an entire podcast, me, you, and Jeremy on this. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it was me, you, and Jeremy. We did an episode seven review and talked about Star Wars and my past about Star Wars. It was just us three. 
and we did the whole thing on horribly awkward. Do you don't remember this? <laughs> I remember being on horribly awkward. I don't remember talking about it, but the social dozen audience doesn't know about this. Oh shit! Yeah, so I thought it was so fucking good. Episode seven, I was instantly in love that I had to go back and watch all of them, even the first ones which I didn't like, and I forced myself to watch them, but. The uh, four, five, and six were fantastic. Seven is fantastic. Rogue One looks fucking great, dude. That trailer came oh. out this morning. Uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of stunning when you see. Uh, you know, I'm hopeful it'll be good, but it's. Does it say something about George Lucas? Um, you know, I love him because he made Star Wars, but when you look at the prequels, which most people crap on, and they're they're so you know stiff and boring and nothing really dynamic. And you just look at, like, the trailer for Rogue One, and you see, like, look at how the camera's moving. Look at all this. It's it's just amazing how much more dynamic these new movies are looking than what he did with those previous three. And it's a part of me almost wishes you could go back and, like, Disney could remake the prequels. <laughs> you know, like, bring bring uh, Ewan McGregor back, because everyone agrees he was great. And he's actually more of the right age he should have been, because uh, he was actually too young, I thought, to, to suddenly turn into U- Alec Guinness in, in 20 years. It feels almost like I wish they could remake those prequels and do them right, you know, because they're always going to be this black hole in the Star Wars universe. But Rogue One, yeah, that looks awesome. I love the shots of the the Death Star being completed with the gun being pulled in. It's just so epic. Uh, I did not know Forrest Whitaker was in it. Uh, the AT-ATs, or as I call them, AT-AT, Storm in the Beach. But as you know, the plot the plot is there. It's the the Rebel mission to steal the Death Star plans, which leads right into Episode Four. And uh, they brought a character back, Mon Mothma. I'm a Star Wars fan, so I know that name. Right. She was in Return of the Jedi. Yep. And they've cast this woman. It looks exactly like the same woman. It's kind of uncanny. And she was in Revenge of the Sith playing Mon Mothma, but was cut out. So, hmm. you know, ten years later, they brought her back. Said, well, we still need you because you look just like her. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks really good. Did you hear that Admiral Akbar died this week? The actor who played yes. Akbar died, yes. yeah. But yeah, you can put anybody in that fish I costume. know, but just... The yeah. guy who famously said, It's a trap! trap. I but see some reports in... or, or some accusations, or maybe... You know, every, well, now the trailer came out this morning, and everyone's trying to dig into it and figure it out. Like, is Felicity Jones, is that Ray's mom? Turning everything into a theory is so annoying just for articles. Yeah, it's like... What, what? Why would that be the mom? Is there any evidence that that's her mom? It's like, no, but there's a thousand articles. Well, she's uh, got a British accent, so every like 90% of the characters in Star Wars have British accents. Where do they get these British ac- accents from? <laughs> I don't know, but that's just so... St- it's like when Finn... Finn was a black guy, so there was a million articles. Is this Mace Windu's son? No, no, it's just a dude in the universe. Why does everything have to be a thing, you know? It's so ridiculous. And there's also people like, you know, because it's another female lead, you know, they're yeah. saying it's there's too many females leads. But I, I'm oh, like, well, you've heard those people. Well, like, I, I don't know. Well, I, the thing is, like, um, you got to think from the point of view of you look at these anthology movies they're doing, and you look at the movies that are coming. Maybe they're just trying to say, OK, well, we, we're putting a woman in this one because you got a Han Solo movie next. I'm pretty sure that's going to have a male lead. After that, you get a Boba Fett movie, which probably gonna have a male lead you got the ewan mcgregor obi-wan movies which he all but confirmed the other day so pretty much all the anthology movies for the next 15 years are gonna have male leads 
So they probably just wanted to get a woman in this one, you know, because they are trying to diversify it more, even though in the original Star Wars, there was no women in the Empire at all, but now there's women walking around in the Empire. So it doesn't make much sense, really, in that point of view, but I understand why Disney wants to do that. So I'm looking forward to it, Rogue One. Yeah, it looks good. I, I'm trying to think of where I know of... Felicia, what's her name? Felicity Jones. I know she's in Spider Man too. She plays Felicia, which wasn't in there. I know very that long. name, but I don't know anything she's in. But I know that name, Felicity Jones. The theory of everything, like crazy, true story, Charlotte Girl, Inferno, Breathe In, a bunch of stuff nobody knows. Um, but yeah, she was in Spider Man too. She played uh, Felicia Hardy. The Amazing Spider Man too, which was supposed to be terrible. I didn't see it. Oh. Yeah, there were some cool spots. Are you okay with having a Spider Man, or a, excuse me, a uh, Star Wars movie? We went like twenty years with it was three movies. That's all it was for, for sixteen years, and uh, then we got three more. And I was like, oh, and now the ten more years, and now we're gonna have a Star Wars movie every year for the rest of our lives, probably. Yep, yep. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Give someday, me, give me, give me it 80, all, man. There's gonna be eighty movies in the Star Wars saga someday. <laughs> That'll get interesting because that's when it starts. Um, well, I think you're seeing it with the Marvel universe, where if you try and keep trying to keep the continuity straight, it's going to uh, have issues. Yeah, and well, once know, a year isn't bad. I mean, Marvel's like three, four movies a year. How, how many movies two. does Marvel have a year now? Just two, two, two really, two and a half, maybe. So, yeah, it's it's basically two a year. Sometimes. Occasionally they'll throw out three, but it's basically two. Because okay. okay. this year all it is is Civil War and Doctor Strange. So, huh. but every every uh, Friday before Christmas for the rest of yeah. our lives, there's going to be a Star Wars movie. That's just going to be what it is. I'm fine with that, but still, interesting. Yeah, I'm okay with it. As long as they keep them good, mm-hmm. those are good movies. Or bad. I'll watch bad ones. <laughs> if it has the Star Wars brand, I will watch it. Actually, that's not true, because I've never really watched Rebels, and that has the Star Wars brand. So. Put, put, put me out a shitty Jurassic Park movie every year, I'll watch it. I like that last one, Jurassic World. I liked yeah. it quite a lot. But Star Wars chills, Batman man. movie movies man sean you got a topic dude they should do a mashup star wars batman movie <laughs> there was there was a rumor that disney wanted to do a star wars marvel mashup i was like mm-hmm. okay you know that's where i walk away that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard i would like what are you gonna have like a portal opens it's a totally different universe it's it's supposed to, star wars takes place like millions of years ago in a totally different universe are you gonna do a movie where like a portal opens and luke skywalker falls out and lands in the middle of like the Avengers headquarters, well, how does that even work? Don't don't do that, don't. please. No, I don't. D- I, d- I don't like time travel, uh, dimension hopping movies. Yeah, Star mm-hmm. Wars does not exist in our world. It's a totally fantasy made up thing. Yeah, you know, it's not supposed to exist in this universe. So don't have a well. The yeah, don't do that. W- would it be cool if Darth Vader fought? Captain America? No. No, it would not be. Don't do that. Which, there, there was a f- fighting game 
where Darth Vader was one of uh, they, they did a crossover with Star Wars. Was it Mortal Kombat or it was Tekken? Soul Caliber Soul Caliber Soul Four Cal- at Yoda yeah. and Darth Vader and it was stupid. Stupid. Yep. Because you had it was like medieval knights with swords fighting Darth Vader. And I'm one of these people that wa- that plays that and I go, the lightsaber would just cut the sword in half and kill it, cut the guy's head off. Or it could force choke him. Yeah. That's why that's why Cap that's well that's what they would do if if if, if Darth Vader fell into Earth. They'd say, well, the force does not exist in this universe. they pull some shit like that. Yeah. But he would just force choke Captain America to be over. Wouldn't that be the end of the fight? So I don't know. But it's the same thing as when they have Marvel uh, versus Capcom fighting games where you have uh, Frank West from Dead Rising is somehow fighting the Incredible Hulk. And the Hulk is, like, punching him in the face. And it's just, it's just it doesn't make any sense. The Hulk would hit him once and his head would explode. But it is what it is. True that, man. Gotta relax, man. Ted, you just gotta relax, man. <laughs> no, man, I'm worked up over this whole Star Wars Marvel thing. Anyway, Sean, uh, Sean, you, you got anything? Your... Um, yeah, okay. Um, we could be vague about it. We could be short about it. But I don't. I'm not on Zombie Cast, so I don't get to talk about The Walking Dead. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, dude, I fucking love that last episode more than any episode ever. It was I intense. It was I, felt, I felt like I was hyperventilating watching it. I was like, Ugh. Well, here's my thing behind it. Here's my thing behind it. This is the way I watch shows. I watch it. Season finale. That was great. Let's wait till next year. When next year comes, I never, ever, ever can remember anything about the previous season. I can't remember what happened. I can't remember what characters were in it. I can never remember it unless they have that previously on Walking Dead. Like, I, I just don't. My memory's not good. I forget everything. This is something I'm going to remember all the way until next October. I will remember this moment and what happened on this 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 whole entire episode. I'm going to I'm going to remember, and that's what I really like about it. Do you feel it was all a cop out that it's like the most famous moment in the entire comic books, and people have been no, waiting and um, waiting and waiting, and they just well bait hold on. I can count how many Walking Dead comics I've read on the tip of one finger. A portion of one finger. I've never read a comic, so I don't know. I hear you guys talk about it. It was great. It was a big buildup, but it was a great show. That that POV, I'm trying to be vague, but damn, did I have a splitting headache, and I loved it. I loved it. I heard you talking on ZombieCast about the sound effects. They were fantastic, man. Oh, yeah, it was gross. You heard a head. And they're going to show, they've confirmed, um, in the premiere is going to start where this one ended. It's not going to time jump or anything. And they have to confirm you're going to see in graphic detail, the person getting hit with the bat. They said they're going to recreate what happened in the comic. So yeah. Um, hope they give us, give us in the premiere, what we were all hoping we would have here. But, um, there's all the speculation about who got hit with the bat. And there's a lot of evidence to point in a certain direction. Um, so chip, do you watch walking dead or care if that's spoiled or what? Uh, no, I do not watch. So, do you give a crap at all if you if we talk about spoilers about who nope. dies in the comic? Nope. Sean, do you know who dies in the comic? Yeah, I know who dies in the comic. I've, I've watched that. I watched some stuff online. I, my my roommate showed me the, the 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 that page specifically. The very gory page. Well, all the signs in the show kind of point in that direction too. So I, everybody's speculating on and on and on. But it's gonna be funny when they reveal and it's just. Well, that speculation was useless because it was just exactly who it was in the comic, which all the mm-hmm. signs point to. And I don't you can't rewrite what they've shown on the show, you know, and I, as I said, um, you know, in that final episode, they kept 
showing the point of view in the back of the van. They kept doing it every commercial break, showing the point of view of somebody in the van. In my opinion, that is the person who died with the bat because they linked that up with the point of the point of view while the person was being killed. You know, that was the whole reason of connecting the point of view shots. And the point of view of the person in the van, that was definitely the person that died in the comic, because that person was in the van, in the back of the van, up like, you know, so I think that's who it was. We'll see. I think I'm just getting sick of people online when uh, when something doesn't go the way they wanted exactly. It turns into, that was shit. That was terrible. It was the worst thing I ever saw. And everyone's going yeah. that, like, with Walking Dead, with Batman, with social with anything, media, with, with, yeah. with Destiny. These guys who, like... Like, I'm the video game Destiny, obviously, but there was guys who put 50 hours in there, like, that game was crap, it was full of crap, it was boring. Like, why'd you put 50 hours into it? What the fuck's wrong with you? I, I realized in about 18 hours, Destiny was a piece of crap. I was like, okay, I'm done. But was it a piece of crap or just get old and, like, what was, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it it just maybe didn't deliver. But a lot of people jumped to, like, it was crap, it was bullshit, it was fucking the worst piece of trash ever. And then, But it's not, I don't, I don't understand it's uh, um, it's social media, man. Like, so okay. I, th- I think the internet's a great thing, but it's also a terrible thing in that it's given everybody a voice, a, a, an anonymous voice, to say and act any way they want and scream and yell. And yeah, it, people that are going like, I'm boycotting The Walking Dead. Never, no, you're not. You'll be watching it to see who died, like everybody else. It's yep. it's, it's it's just a land of trolls. And, you know, everybody is terrified of offending even somebody. There was – are either of you uh, following that game Overwatch at all that's coming out in a couple weeks? I know what you're going to bring up. I know what you're going to talk about. Okay. And we talked about it on the B team a couple weeks ago. Somebody was offended by Tracer's victory stance. Which one is, person, right? It, as, it, yes, it was a very small minority. It might be a minority of one. <laughs> yeah. We're, and I mean, you look at it, it's, it's not provocative. It's not overly sexy. And not that there's even anything wrong with it Be you know, a little cheesecake. Um, but it's not even cheesecake. It's just a victory stance. And because, uh, you know, she's kind of, uh, her butt is facing forward, somebody got offended that they pulled it out of the game. Well, people got to, yeah, it, that's the thing. And why is it why is it a, a minority rule thing where exactly. one, person, one person's offended by something, you got to take it down. I, know, I think, I'm, Blizzard, Blizzard, I think, chumped out on that. They shouldn't have given into that. And yeah. then... And that, the, and then just watch the trolls troll themselves. Uh, we talked about the, this is another thing we talked about on the B team because lately the internet up uh, uprisings seem to be uh, social media, the social uh, justice warriors as they yeah. call them. That everything offensive. There was uh, there's that um, that three DS game. Uh, I, I can't remember. It's it's one of those RP Fire Emblem. And apparently there's a couple of mini games that were taken out of the U.S. version because uh, while they're socially acceptable in Japan, they would almost fall under pedophilia over here to an extent. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they excised them from the game. This woman, I can't remember her name, 
was the brand manager. She was the person, you know, in charge of promoting and defending and uh, the the game. And the internet basically attacked her. And then the internet went and dug up dirt on her and revealed the fact that she's moonlighting somewhere else. And then and let Nintendo know, and Nintendo fired her because that's supposedly against their uh, their uh, office rules. You know, you're not allowed to moonlight anywhere else when you work for Nintendo. And then the trolls got mad at Nintendo for firing her, firing her because of the information they gave her. Nintendo. Right. Where does it end? It doesn't. Everybody, everything offends somebody. It always leads to problems. They did this in Street Fighter Five. That girl slapped her butt, and somebody bitch. So they yep. they re-edited the, the victory pose. I mean, everything yeah. everything is offensive to somebody. Yes. And one, but it's it should be it's a thing. But so ridiculous. Where as we said, one person complains and a hundred people like it, it gets removed. One, you have to, it's like they try to appease the minority instead of the majority. And I don't understand why everybody bows immediately. You know, isn't it? Isn't America a democracy? Isn't it majority rule? No, I, I mean that's why we have the elector, uh, the electoral college. Well, it's like what's going on in the, the Republicans right now. How they're like the two guys that are leading the Republicans don't want, so they're they're talking about the um, the convention. How they're face they're like, well, well, I know the people. The majority of the people want this guy or that guy, but we don't, so fuck it. We're yes. just going to pull some guy out of our ass. It's like, well, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of the will of the people? And every other word uh, out of Trump's mouth is, I'll sue. You know, he'll sue this person, he'll sue that, that person. He's going to sue the Republican Party. Yeah, but the rules say they can do this. But again, the point is, what's the point of even having yes. these... Uh, all these. What's the point of having this fucking like year long thing we've been doing? If the person that has the most votes at the end, you can just go. Well, I know the people picked it, but we don't like him, so we're just going to pull out whoever we want. Well, why actually, did we go the if, year not? if you ever read any of the articles of the Confederation and um, uh, Jefferson's uh, treaty, treaties on them, uh, yeah. Well, they, they set it up because so that you know the. The enlightened folk that are actually running this country uh, that are had, a, had a way to, uh, you know, make sure the masses didn't get what they want, want because the masses don't know what's good for them. And that's yeah, exactly well, the, what's going to happen. Well, the reason that Donald Trump even exists and is doing well is because the Republican Party has been a piece of shit for so long. It's like maybe if you guys had put somebody better up in the past or whatever, but... <laughs> It's ridiculous, and I fully understand. That's why I'm running, Donald Trump. You know, I, you should run. I, I am. I mean, I, I, I've written myself in the last three or four elect, uh, presidential <laughs> elections. So, and you know, and well, I announced my, I announced my candidacy on uh, the B team. <laughs> and you know, so yes, I am running for president. My brother uh, gets really pissed because I told my nephews. And they keep telling him that he has to vote that he, they need to, he and his his wife have to vote for Uncle Chip, and he's Uncle Chip is not running for president. Yes, he is. 
I promised that they could have a slumber party in the White House if I win. So they're, they're, that's, <laughs> that's how you win elections. You promise things at the White House. You're, you say you can sleep in the yeah. Lincoln bedroom. Yeah, that's how you get the delegates. Yeah. You prompt some things. So I don't I'll, know. I'll give you the T-shirt oh, yeah. that says I got laid in the Lincoln bedroom afterwards, too. <laughs> oh, but I – God, what, what was I even going to say? Oh, and there's even like a thing they were talking about. The Republicans are so scared of Donald Trump getting the nomination. You need 1,237 votes. Mm-hmm. And if you get that, you, you win. That's the majority. Mm-hmm. They're even talking about there's meetings. They're going to change the number, like raise it. If he gets 1,237, they're going to raise the number, like push the goalposts back. Like, come on. If they start doing that shit, he has a right to sue, I think. Oh, yes. So anyway. I mean, I, I, I really don't want him to win. Uh, I you know, I'm I am a registered Republican, but like I said, I usually end up voting for myself these days. But um, uh, the whole election's a big fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, he, you're you're basically the party is going to implode on itself, and and you're giving it to the Democratic candidate. Yeah, you're getting. It's probably going to be Hillary Clinton, and that's 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 the problem. I think we have in this country is a lot of people will go, well, I don't want Donald, you know, Donald Trump to do it. And I go, well, you get, you're going to be stuck with a choice. And this is what I said to Matt, Matt Bradford, who's Canadian and he's mm-hmm. on our, uh, he's on our show. He, he talks about how much he hates Donald Trump. He talks about it a lot. And I say, well, something you're not considering, Matt, you're the choice you're probably going to get is Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. What if you have to pick one? And then it's like, Oh, Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, that's where it becomes like it's not who's the best; it's like the less of two evils, basically. That's like, that's uh, that's why I think I have a shot this time, because <laughs> you have Hillary, you have Trump, or you can write in me. So I, you yeah. know, it's like, well, I don't want either of these two assholes. Let's give it to Chip. Is and it depressing? Chip? Is it depressing that as America, three hundred million people? This is the best we can do. Yes, I know. Uh, you know, if it was somebody like, and I don't know Warren Buffett's politics, but I do know he's a successful businessman and uh, probably, uh, I would say, far more intelligent than Trump. Now, Warren Buffett would make, pro- if you're going to take somebody that is not a career politician, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, maybe, you know, somebody that actually is intelligent. And and successful, but they're also smart enough to know they don't want the job. Yeah, you know, I I still keep keep wanting them to reveal that Ryan Seacrest is Trump's campaign manager, and this is just a bad reality <laughs> TV show. <laughs> I would love for uh, Ryan Seacrest. You know, American Idol is in tonight. Maybe he can get on board. And be the uh, he can be the press secretary for Donald They're, Trump. Uh, Ryan uh, I could see that. Howard Stern can be the uh, the VP. At least it'll be entertaining. Yeah. I guess you'd have to have a Kardashian maybe as a secretary of state or something. If, if what do you is, think, Sean? If, you're not you're not into politics at all, Sean. But this is this is I, it's bananas. I've never followed anything ever, man. I just, I just don't. I just don't have the mental capacity for it. Plus, if things don't go my way, it's another reason for me to get sensitive and mad. So, <clears throat> I'll stay clear. I'll, I'll listen. I'll vote for Chip. There, thank you. <laughs> you can't, you can't have a more American name than Chip. People exactly. love that the homegrown American Americana stuff. So uh, there you go. 
Uh, yeah, my my campaign slogan is "Chip happens." <laughs> well, you know what? I think the people <laughs> there's a connection. I, you know, people are saying, "I'm never watching American Idol ever," or not American Idol, uh, Walking Dead ever again because I was disappointed in the finale. And you're like, you're watching it again. It's the same people that say, if Donald Trump becomes president, I'm moving to Canada. It's like you're not going anywhere. Let's see your ticket. You're not moving to Canada. No one's ever moved to Canada when they said they were going to. No, I, not to I, mention- one of the Baldwins said that, I think, when Bush got, got elected. And yeah. they stayed here. And there's also the thing, have you asked Canada if that's okay? You just People are just saying, I'm going to move to Canada. Well, you know, they do have uh, immigration laws up there. So are you just going to move? They're going to put up a wall there. So, I don't know. Yeah, I heard somebody say something so funny. They said, uh, American privilege is Americans saying we're going to put up a wall to keep out Mexico, but then saying if Trump becomes president, we're just going to move to Canada. You know, it's like, well, wait, why can't, you know, so I don't know. But but the people that want to build the wall are not the people moving to Canada. I don't know. It's craziness. Sounds like a fun time, man, to be alive. That's I'll tell you what, though, if Trump does win and, and win, I will believe that it's actually I've never I just never believed the votes mattered. I mean, hate me for it. Say I'm a, an idiot. I'm a dumbass. I just don't believe I, I always feel like everything's planned. I I, I'm very skeptical, man. This 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 year's proven it, though. If the Republicans. Yeah, they say we we know he's the people's choice. But fuck it. That's that doesn't look good. So you could be yeah. right. I've always been sketchy about stuff like that. I always felt like everything's everything's pre-planned in a way or so. Um, well, I know um, Hillary's already, they say the fix has been over there where Bernie Sanders is kind of steamrolling back and kind of beating her ass at the moment, but everybody keeps saying it doesn't matter because all those super delegates, they're super delegates, and those are, the fix has been in with them for a while. So no matter what Bernie does, they're all going to jump in and she's going to be the nominee no matter what. It's all whatever. You know, mm-hmm. if if we were going with the best, and I mean, Bernie kind of scares me to an extent, but uh, I, if if you really were going with the two best candidates, it would be Kasich and Bernie. Yeah, and John Kasich, all the polls say he he would win if he ran, but yeah. he's the problem. Is he can't he can't get the nomination because he's he's won one state, but it, it's weird. It's like he can't win the Republican nomination, but if he was the nominee. He would beat the crap out of Hillary Clinton, and that's well, the poll thing. And that's that's how the fix is in. It's not going to be Cruz. It's not going to be Trump, because I guess uh, you know if he doesn't get the twelve the twelve hundred votes or whatever delegates he needs, and uh, at, they will do the the first initial vote, and everybody that is you know designated is going to have to vote how they do, and then then I guess they start releasing. Uh, delegates from yeah. from their obligation so and that's Kasich's thing he goes look they're gonna have to release so many delegates at some point and as you know as they release them and if they all go over to him so you're gonna have the guy who came in last yeah with all the delegates at the end that's what Ted Cruz said he's like we got a guy that it says a guy that won one out of one state yep. and lost 49 is gonna be the nominee <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. So, I don't know. Or or they could do the crazy thing and pull somebody that never even ran, which would be the biggest load of bullshit. Like, 
we're going to throw Paul Ryan, who didn't even run. Hey, maybe, so, well, maybe they'll thanks, give me a call, you know, and say, hey. You, thanks you know. for wasting our year and yeah. in hundreds of millions of dollars on our campaigns. You just pulled some guy at your ass. Okay, but anyway. But the local TV stations thank, thank you for uh, basically uh, sponsoring their entire year. Right. I, I hate uh, broadcast television from September through November. Because it is 20 minutes of a television show followed by 10 minutes of political commercials. Telling us how well, horrible the two candidates are. The thing I can stand is, is um, you know, I, I'm from Georgia and I admit, I'm, it's almost like a bad thing to admit you're a Republican, but I'm a Republican. And I, I grew up in the South and that's, that's just how I was raised. But if you watch, um, like, I love David Letterman. I loved his show. Mm-hmm. Whenever an election happened... It was like six months of him just roasting the Republican candidate. It became unwatchable mm-hmm. where and it wasn't like when Mitt Romney was running and I didn't like Mitt Romney, but I was going to vote for him because he was a Republican. His show every night was for six months was it was it, there were no jokes. It was just a Mitt like Mitt Romney's a piece of shit monologue followed by a top 10 reasons why Mitt Romney's a piece of shit. And that was his show for six months. And it becomes like it becomes unwatchable after a while. It's like, dude, there's something else to talk about. This has gotten ridiculous. You know, so. Let's give him something to talk about. If he was fair and balanced making fun of the people, Mm -hmm. fine. But when it's 100%, like he brought up Mitt Romney putting the dog on the roof of his car 30 years ago a million times. Okay, he put a dog on the roof of his car 30 years ago. Okay, we got it. So, all right. I got one more topic for you guys here. Yeah, buddy. This is this this is a uh, a moral dilemma, I guess. Mm-hmm. This is something that happened to me today at work. I go to grab my lunch out of uh, the refrigerator at work, and as I pull it out, uh, it bumps a yogurt that fall. It's one of those Greek yogurts with the tinfoil top. Mm-hmm. Falls on the ground and uh, partially opens, spewing yogurt on the ground. It's Put not it my. You it's not my it. yogurt. It's not my yogurt. Put it back. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. Can't prove anything. Yeah, there's so, a, there's what, a name what, on it. I don't know the person. I, I I just put it back. You know, I put it back. I cleaned up the floor and I walked away. <laughs> How long was <laughs> it on the ground? Was it? Uh, was it? Did it break the five second rule or whatever? Oh no 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 no. And I mean, you know, it it fell. The top popped. So I mean, it, n- there was no debris got into the yogurt itself. Right. I mean, do you put a note oh. on it? Do you just put it back up and walk away? And uh, it, it, uh... <laughs> all jokes aside, I probably would put a note on it and be like, "Hey, I got your next yogurt or something." But you know, to be funny, I'd be I'd just stick my finger in it and put the then put it back on, <laughs> put the lid back on. So it just with the lid was already loose. It just fell and pot did the thing where it landed right on its base and stuff popped out, but it didn't. It never actually touched the ground. No, the, the bottom of the the bottom of the container touched the ground, but the but, top I mean, the, where the actual it... food did not. Right. Yeah, I think that's fine. I just, I just, <laughs> I, think I just put their note it... back on it and put it back in and walked away. 
Yeah, I think if uh, I think if, it, if 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 you'd actually dropped food on the ground, mm. that that'd be. But if the food itself, like I dropped, uh, I, I had some sauce, like tomato sauce, with a pizza I got. I dropped that on the ground, and it landed on its bottom. And, you know, of course, the top popped, and the stuff spewed out. But what I actually ate never touched the ground, so I think right. that's fine. Right. So I think you're in the clear. I, I think the I think uh, I, I think uh, you can sleep sound tonight, knowing that that this was not this was not so bad. <laughs> it was a yogurt, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just bring them another yogurt tomorrow and say, explain what happened, and say, uh, I apologize. But then again, they might be like, "What the fuck did you tell me yesterday?" Yeah. <laughs> See, our uh, company moved in. Our company merged with another company. And we moved into their office space about a month ago. So I probably know 10 people in the entire building. So I barely right. knew anybody in my own company beyond my, my row. So you might be new guy out coming in and wrecking people's food? Yeah, I was like, well, I don't know. If there's a nasty sign on the for fridge tomorrow, I guess uh, I'll try and find the person and fess up and say, here, here's two bucks. Go buy a fucking yogurt. And <laughs> say just like and, that too, man. And I would also appreciate your vote. Yes. <laughs> Remember me in November, dude. Uh, if, but if it was, let's let's say it was somebody's like forty ounce. I don't know, man. <laughs> there could be some fights, or some 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 bows thrown over that, man. You can't if drop you took, someone's uh, beer. If you, if, you, if you drop Sean's stash on the ground, it might you might should have left him. Yeah, don't drop my uh, my v- my VR porn suit. <laughs> <laughs> you better fold it and put it back the way you found it. So. There's so many ways that could have gone. I just totally kept my mouth shut. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, we got anything else, or you guys think uh, we're done here? I I think I feel good about it. We touched on politics. We yeah. touched on Star Wars, Walking Dead. Uh, VR pornography. I think we hit some good topics. Hey, we had some great topics, man. Anybody have a game to mention? Uh, I got Quantum Break. I've not Me I've too. played the first thirty minutes of it, but I'm going to restart it because I I missed some of the. Uh, I'm trying to find all the collectibles, and I found it. I missed one of the most important ones, so I want to restart it. But that game, um, uh, the character models you- are nuts. Right? Go ahead. You can go back at any time to the sections of the game and clean up those collectibles. Oh, you can. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. but um, Sean, the the character models in that game, like when it goes, because it's it's actor Sean Ashmore is the main guy. Okay, you know who was who's an X Men. When it goes from like a cutscene and then right into animation, right into that's uncanny. It's kind of uncanny how realistic it is. I I think the main character is good. I guess that's Jack. Jack Joyce. Jack yeah. Joyce. Uh, I think he is great, but uh. The his uh, buddy, Paul. His brother. No. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. Paul Sereno, Serene. Yeah. Like while while Jack lo- while Jack's model looks good and fairly realistic, there's something very uncanny valley about Paul. <laughs> well, explain uncanny valley to me because I've heard that used many times. We're talking about CGI characters. What's uncanny, the definition of that? Uncanny valley is where you get to the point of realism, but uh, where. It's it's so real that uh, just that one little flaw makes it horribly unreal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I think that's the best way to explain it. Um, 
and I like Jack Joyce's character model, but something about Paul's just seemed a little off and made him very unreal to me. I've only gotten two hours in. I've uh, finished Act 1, Part 2. So I'm probably slightly ahead of you. I I know there's a part your brother is played by uh, Lord of the Rings lost actor, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dominic Monaghan. And there's the part where you, in the first level, you and him... Mm -hmm. Or in a room, some bad guys come in, so you end up like going through a crawl space on the mm-hmm. far right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the part where I was like, like your like your brother turns and looks at you and talks to you, and that's the part where I was like, this looks almost like, yeah, like photorealistic mm-hmm. the character models. But I I do agree that what's his face, Paul Serene looks kind of he doesn't look as good as they do. They look better, but maybe because we know those actors and we can reference them. I don't know, but but John Ashmore looks very realistic. I, his voice sounds like Neil Patrick Harris, though. Yeah, that's how he sounds. Have you seen him in movies? Uh, I don't know. I probably not. I don't see that many movies. He was on the following with Kevin Bacon. He was in a Frozen, the movie where the guys were stuck up in the in the uh, they were stuck up on a ski lift on a, on a, a ski resort. Uh, was a pretty good movie. And I actually have a story about Sean Ashmore. True story. I went to a movie once. And it was a, like a premiere type of thing. And somebody would not shut up the entire movie. Like the seat directly behind me, they talked and talked and talked. And when the movie was over, I did the thing where I casually stood up, to like stretch and sort of peeked around to see who this asshole was. Sean Ashmore of Quantum Break. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Quantum Break's good, in, man. He was in the movie I was watching. That's why he was there. So it's like, yeah, looks looks good. I got to play it more. You should have been the whole time like, ah, oh, look at this actor. He sucks. <laughs> the fucking Iceman from X-Men is a piece of shit. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty good. I like the idea of it. Um, I'm not even in a hurry to play through it quick because I know it's a short game. I do like the little series they have, the little, little episodes and how you make a choice and it's kind of different. I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. Um in the first area, when you, you're in that campus, there's a there's a there's a TV you can find. You can press play on it and watch a little fake trailer for a mm-hmm. fake movie. Did you watch that? That was yeah. awesome. That's one of the things I missed. That's why I wanted to go back. I heard about the yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. It was really cool. I missed one in the first part. I found 15 out of 16. Doesn't that just drive you nuts? But it actually kind of, if you go into the menus and you go back and play that. Um, it will kind of they're in a lot they're in a line, so you can kind of figure out. Okay, well, I found this one, and I know where that one is, and I know what where that one is. So you'll have an idea of uh, where to find the missing one. Right. So. By the way, I guess yeah, I'll jump back. I'll jump back and do it tonight. Looking forward to it. I guess they uh, move actually moved the Wonder Woman movie date premiere up. Instead of back, so they're yeah. Gonna... Moved it up to uh, da, 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 from June twenty third to June second, two thousand seventeen. I wonder what the reasoning is. I don't know. All I know is I've heard Water Brothers is recalibrating some things after the Batman v Superman fiasco. Well, I guess they consider it a fiasco if it doesn't break a billion dollars. Yeah, was not their a crazy goal. number. <laughs> that was their goal, billion. A billion. Hey, Mar- Marvel makes one and a half 
billion per movie. That's well, it's going to be a shame. What's going to make them really look bad is when Civil War opens up next month and it gets like a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. And, you know, and it, it break, it's, it's like one of, the, one of the biggest grossing movies of all time. It's going to yep. make it's going to make Matt Batman versus, DC, versus Superman look even worse. Yep. You know, that whole thing. So. All right. All right, guys. Why don't we wrap this up? Because, yeah, we're at about the hour and a half mark. That that's including uh, sh- sh- Satan, Sean. Five minutes. Definitely put that in. Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, whoever adds these th- usually just puts on the intro and uh, outro, and that's it. And I came up with an outro for this damn thing, or uh, an exit statement. Finally, because Sean, remember we f- we bumble uh, bungled that last time. We had no way to, <laughs> we had no way to end the show. I came up with something. But why don't, we, uh, why don't we plug where we're all from and get the hell out of here. Ted, why don't you go first? Uh, Ted, get on everything. T-E-D-A-K-I-N, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, on and on and on. You can find me on ZombieCast Mondays at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, allgames.com. Sean? Yeah, you guys can find me. I am the host and creator of Horribly Awkward. That's my podcast. It's not as awkward as you think, but it might be. I don't know. It's fun. New guest every week. Listen to that. I'm also part of Horrible Gamers podcast. Gamers is spelled with a Z, and I'm on the All Games Network every Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays on All Games. So join us in chat. Listen at allgames.com slash live. And uh, they call me Imes. If you guys want to play games or, or add me, uh, on all platforms, including Steam, PS4, Xbox, all that. It's they call me Iams, all one word. Iams, yes, it's spelled just like the dog food. Exactly like that. Um, that's it, man. Thanks, guys. This was fun. I'm kind of out of it. And you can find me Thursday nights, nine, or I'm sorry, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern on allgames.com on the B Team podcast, where we talk games, uh, tech, and we do, we do a segment on television usually. And you can also find me Friday nights on allgames.com on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast where we talk about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and do a fairly long segment usually on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the various television shows and movies and all that crap. All right. um, We won't see you guys next week. Uh, It'll be three, four different guys, girls, joining you to assault your eardrums. But we will all yeah. be back on hope, probably within the <laughs> next month. Probably before the fall, you'll hear us again. Uh, unless we, unless by the time they get around, uh, unless we're also doing the next episode as well, because people can't <laughs> put these things together, it seems. But it's hard. It's hard to get thirteen people lined up uh, yes. on a on a schedule. But uh, so uh, be a part of the social dozen, but don't be a social donut. Night, guys. I like that outro. Good night. What do you think? Don't be a social donut. I think it could work. Yeah, I want. I want donuts right now. Why'd you have to say that? I'm actually. I, I should. Well, we're still recording, but I think I'm meeting up with Normie. My wife and I are going on Donut Quest this weekend. We're driving an hour and a half to this donut shop we saw in uh, Good Morning America. So we're driving from Connecticut to Jersey Saturday morning. You're gonna meet the, you're gonna meet the Norma Latte. Uh, Norma and I have already uh, ha- met, and oh yeah, she she came to Comic Con 
last year, and we had a nice dinner with her and Eli. What's she like in person? She's wonderful. Dude, you guys, there's this uh, short film I just ran across online. Have you heard of this, Ted? It's called He Took His Skin Off For Me. No, but it sounds right up my alley. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I, I just kind of skimmed through it. It's only like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, it's about a guy who literally takes his, removes his skin to an effort to please his girlfriend. Well, send me a link to send me, link me that in the Facebook chat or send it to me directly. I will check that out. All right. I'm shutting yeah. this down. <laughs> Shut it down.